Why is that? Today is National Eat a Hoagie Day. No problem. Where do you get it? Like at the hoagie shop? Hoagie. It's also known as a grinder sub. Okay, number one, eat a hoagie. Or hero. Make room for this hot and cheesy hoagie. Hoagie lover. Happy National Eat a Hoagie Day. Showtime. We preaching today, y'all. We going to church courtesy of Jamie Rogers. He leads an amazing team over at the Urban Neighborhood Initiative. Just an outstanding nonprofit here in Kansas City. And you're going to meet him on the show today. I guarantee you, you will leave this conversation inspired. Because I know I did. Rate, review, subscribe. Do that thing you do, Kansas City. Best local podcast. Is that you? Is that me? I happen to think so. But let's not leave that to chance. No, let's vote on that. Let's show up in greater number, to quote Obi-Wan Kenobi. ThePitchKC.com for more information. I will insert that link in the show notes. That's all I got. Back in your feeds tomorrow. It is a good day to be a Kansas Cityan. I love you, KC. We'll see you in the morning. Bye. That creed. A creed at the core of every American whose story is not yet written. Yes, we can. The Casey Morning Show. For the first time on your KC Morning Show, and this may be the last time I'm on my KC Morning Show because you hear this man's voice, he's going to take my job, y'all. The sweet sounds of Jamie Rogers. He is the president and CEO of the Urban Neighborhood Initiative. This organization, and we're going to talk all about it, this nonprofit. We said this this weekend, we had an event over at MLK Junior Park. We had Field Day with you and I, and I told you, Jamie, that this is legacy stuff, transformative stuff. My brother, welcome to the KC Morning Show. Brother, thank you for having me on. It is a pleasure to be a part of this man thank you for all that you're doing for our community and our city man we realize just how blessed we are to have you as somebody who supports the work we're trying to do here in the city and just man thank you for what you do thank you for having me glad to be here you hear that voice this is my last show this is (laughs) clearly my last show jamie let's start from jump street my brother because we've heard so many times let's make a moment a movement folks like you your team you're doing that how do we get here You know, Urban Neighborhood Initiative has been around for 10 years now, and we're celebrating our 10-year anniversary this year. And so for me, I came a part of the work just being able to find out there was a position here and had conversations, found out the great work that we were doing. And honestly, I packed up and moved like the Beverly Hillbillies. I I, I heard about it. I said, oh, we're striking gold. I am leaving. And I'm originally from Dallas, Texas, and I moved here to join the team. And uh, when Diane Cleaver, our, our founding CEO, retired last year, found out about the opportunity for me to be able to come and lead 
lead this great organization and never look back. And so we came, we started working and we jumped head first and it's been nonstop since we've gotten here. We have a solid team, great people who are, are doing some really dynamic work. And our goal, we say it all the time, is that we just want to build communities with purpose on purpose. And so we're very intentional about everything that we do. And so we're just here to see how we can bring some benefit and some, some blessing to the communities, man, to p- people who have for far too long been overlooked and underserved. And so we're just here to see how we can connect and how we can deepen that impact of service. We do it through a multitude of ways. We serve through building affordable housing and investing in real estate on the east side of the Kansas City area. And what we lovingly call is the heart of Kansas City. Uh, we know that they're the most loving people, the most gracious people, and also people who have been overlooked and need to have some really abiding and deep investment made into them. And so we just do what we can do. And, and what we can do, we try to connect with great partners such as yourself to bring awareness and bring some more support so that we can continue to see our communities thrive with the people who are from the community and not just from people from other communities coming to our community. And so we always are for change, but never expense of the people. And so if we can be a part of the change that's coming to bring benefit to people without making people who have lived there their entire lives feel uncomfortable or not feel wanted or included in their own communities, and that's what we're for. So we're just here to see how we can love on some folk, bring some services to some people and make sure that we're connecting them to any and everything. If they say they need it, we're going to figure out a way to make sure they have whatever it is they're saying they need and that it's going to be there to sustain it, to help them grow and to make that impact and change lives. And so that's what we do. Getting a chance now to to really see what you all are doing, and your mission is huge. I mean, this last weekend we were hanging out with the kids, man. It was a blast at field day, reaching folks, loving on folks at their level, at our level, right? Absolutely. So we take this holistic approach to community development. And so holistic for us means that that means every individual in a household should be touched by something that we do. So we want to make sure that mom and dad have access to great quality workforce development and training. We want to make sure that the kids have access to great STEAM-based and academic programming that's not only relevant, culturally relevant, but fun and engaging. We also want to make sure that we have any other wraparound services or support of services that will be available to these households and to these families to say, hey, if mom is looking for a job, we can help her find a job. Everything from resume writing to engaging with workforce development program of her choice to if dad says, hey, I want to change careers. How do we get connected to some resources there? Or if the kids say, hey, I'm getting out of school. We don't really have anything to do when we get out of school. What can we do? Or if it's just, hey, we we want some snacks. We hungry. What can we do? Like, hey, we want to make sure that whatever it is they say they need, we're meeting those needs either with services we provide provide or with the great partners that we partner with to make sure that every need in these households are met so these families can not only just survive, but they can thrive. And so for us, it comes in, in a couple of different ways. One, we build affordable housing. We call it affordable, attainable, but well-quality built housing. Right now, we have 13 projects we're working on and it's ever-growing. And so it's always expanding, but we always know that we're making impact with the understanding that everything we do has an economic growth lens attached to it. Every household will have an opportunity for them to increase their net asset worth by owning a home that has built-in equity, but it also comes with the understanding that equitably, we want to see financial opportunities for that family to thrive. And so some of them have auxiliary units where you can rent a separate apartment that's on the property, or it may be an apartment over the garage, or maybe a basement unit that you can support and rent, or it could be a two-generational household where, say, grandmom's living with the the family, and that grandmom can have her own space downstairs, the family lives upstairs, and they still can cohabitate and and, and be able to support each other. So we, we 
we built that into everything we do with that legacy lens. You said it before, we just want to see families change dynamically and economically so that the grandkids and great grandkids can continue to thrive and live off the success that mom and dad were able to invest in these communities. And then the services we wrap around with, our academic and STEAM-based approach, we want to make sure we have it all inclusive. We call it STEAMy here. It's a new thing we've called it. It's the science, it's the engineering, it's the arts, it's the technology, it's the entrepreneurship and the actual educational equity. If we don't have those two E's at the end, we want to make sure it's very clear. We want to increase educational access to kids who ordinarily not have access to some of these programs, but we also want to bring in anything and everything that we can to make sure that, that our communities are filling the same level of love as if they lived in other communities that had higher economic bases. And so for us, it's our call to action, not just our duty and our purpose, but we want to be that driving force to say, hey, education is fun. We want our kids to know education is fun. We want our communities to support the educational growth and academic success of our kids. But we also want to make sure that they're connected to programs that are fun and engaging. And so we try to come up with life-based, realistic approaches, but that are different. For example, we just concluded on Friday night a program called Right Brain. And it's right, written like writing. And it was a program where we took elementary kids in our community, took them through a seven-week program. At the end of this program, these young people were able to write, illustrate, and publish their own books that we literally partnered with the Kansas City Public Library to have their own section. Their books will be solidified in history forever in their own right brain section where they actually had a public event, rolled out the red carpet. We literally hired photographers. I'm talking about we hired limousine drivers to drive these kids to the reading at the library last Friday, let them get out, take pictures. They felt like they were celebrities, took them into this private room in the back. They each got to read their stories to a, a group of people of about 100 people there. Then they got a chance to sign autograph copies and give them out to people, had refreshments and snacks. And I mean, when we did it, we wanted to make sure they felt like, hey, one, education is fun and cool. But two, it's this experience that a kid may have never experienced before on that level. And we wanted to be able to change the dynamic of how they thought about education and how they thought about being supported in their communities. So that's just what we do. I mean, loving people is just in the very DNA of who we are. And so if we do it, it's going to come with that lens of love and that lens of equity and that lens of justice. And we're going to make sure that we do everything in our power to make sure we are connecting people to the right resources and the right partnerships so that they can take control and ownership of their lives and ultimately move into a thriving situation where we can be happy to say, hey, we're doing great. We're doing well. Who else can we help at this point? See, that's goosebump stuff right there. Because you know what? You're right. There is an aspect of what you all do that is in some ways playing catch up because we do have to make up for some of the losses that have been systemic for so long. But you know, when I hear that story, you know, that's looking forward. They're going to tell folks where they learned that. They're going to go maybe write some more books. And that was all built and crafted and molded right here in Kansas City. And they had that in them. But who knows if they would have even known that they had the tools within themselves. And so much of finding that out is just doing it. And it's having the opportunities to do that. Absolutely. Absolutely. Who knows? Maybe one of these young authors that participated in the summer program could be the next Langston Hughes. Can you imagine Kansas City being put on a map because somebody took a random summer program for seven weeks and said, hey, it's something to get me out of the house. Or your mama said, you're just going to take this program and you're going to read these books. And something changed in their mindset and it sparked something. And then we changed the dynamic of our world for the rest of history because they just had an opportunity to think differently. Mm. And so, no, that, that's why we do it, man. We want to see somebody get sparked. And when those light bulb moments happen, like you said, goosebumps, every one of our staff members has experienced it at least once where it's just that moment you see a kid's light just 
blast. And it's like, man, this explosion of excitement is like, wait, I can do this? Absolutely. You can do not just this. You can do anything you want to. If you think it, you can achieve it. We want to give you the opportunity to make sure that's successful. And so for us, it's, hey, how do we create more moments like that? Not goosebumps for us to make us feel good, but light bulb moments for them to make them understand that they can do anything they want to. And they have access to the support. And we're going to make sure if any way in our possible power, we're going to make them have the opportunity to do whatever it is they want to come up with. Well, I'm looking around and I see this map of the corridor, which I believe is probably y'all's target area. And we were having this conversation a few weeks ago. My great grandmother's house, her old house is in that corridor on her deed. You know, it said no colors allowed. You know, that house, she was one of the first black women down there. And she was actually even, you know, she rented that house, you know, and she made that decision to take the offer from the city. To her, that was the right move. But I now know that that area, you know, that area, she's... She's so priced out of now. That generational wealth, that generational legacy building that you're talking about. As we continue, especially now, you know, we've got a new airport. We've got the World Cup, the NFL draft, a lot of momentum in the heartland right now. You know, for folks in and out of your corridor, how do we make sure that we don't forget about those folks as we are making our city better, look better, feel better? You know, the story that you just mentioned about your grandmother is something that it's all too familiar for a lot of people who have worked very diligently and tirelessly to be able to buy the little piece of the American dream. Except for a lot of people, the American dream is not as dreamy as they expected because they're always hit with adversity or they're, they're always seeming to be under attack. Our mission is to make sure that, one, the people don't perish because they had a lack of knowledge. We want to make sure people understand, hey, there's value in your land. There's value in, in you living here in your community. And we're going to do everything in our power to help you have all the resources and find places for you to use your power and your voice so that you can own and sustain your communities for yourselves. It's yours. Nobody's going to take it from you. It's best said this way. There's an old proverb that says anything done for the people without the people is against the people. And we don't want to be the ones who's doing something for the people without the people. We're creating opportunities for the people to be able to have their same access level as those who are moving into the community that are bringing their resources. And what do we mean by that? Well, we don't want grandmothers like yours to feel like the only out I have is to take this little bit of cash offered to go and move somewhere else where I can't afford to move because I'm already being priced out of my neighborhood and other neighborhoods like it. And there really aren't any other places that are affordable and attainable. And if they are affordable and attainable, they're usually not up to the quality of housing that you would want your grandmother living in. That's where we step in because our entire mission is not for us to be a developer who builds to make money. Our jobs are to build to make communities. And so we want to make sure that every member, including grandmothers who are retired, if they're on a fixed income from Social Security or they're working at a hospital, whatever it is they do, we want them to be able to find a safe place to lay their heads where their kids, their grandkids can gather and feel safe and protected. And where they also know that, hey, if something ever happened to me, my children, my grandchildren, can now continue on the legacy of living in this community and serving and being connected and you own the house. And so for us, we don't have deep restrictions like the one you just mentioned where, where people of color couldn't own homes. We want people of color to feel included. This is your community. Own what you want to and what you can afford. And we're going to help you to be able to afford what it is that you want. And so with that being said, we need advocates. What we want you to do is weaponize your privilege and weaponize your power, weaponize your position and weaponize your influence. You have what it takes.
takes to be able to reach people that people in some of our communities may never get to reach. In other words, you're already having conversations with people that they may never have a conversation with. You're already meeting with people who they may never get a chance to shake hands with. You're already having conversations in spaces that they may never have the privilege of stepping into. Put their names in your mouth. Speak those communities in your mouth. Step up and be a voice of reason and understanding and say, hey, you know what? Maybe there's something that we can do, but see, it's this thing about it. We think that we have to be these big bombs and mic drop moments to make an impact. That's not true at all. Did you realize that there is no such thing as a big bomb without a small spark? Smokey the Bear said it best. He said, only you can prevent forest fires and a small spark can cause an inferno. Well, you have the opportunity to come together and use your space and your voice as a weapon to help people who are weaponless right now. There's this wise street philosopher who said it best. His name is Neil. You may have heard of him. He's a great artist. He said, I'm a movement by myself, but I'm a force when we're together. I'm good all by myself, but baby, you make me better. Well, our communities are good, but you can help make them better. Can you join us and be a part of the movement of giving space and power to people who have for far too long been powerless and voiceless? We want to give them an opportunity to be able to be connected and that they can be able to thrive and ultimately live the same life that you are wanting to live. The question is, Will you be the one that steps up and gives voice, gives power, lends credibility, lends spaces, lends opportunities for people who are not with you in that moment to be heard and to be seen and to be valued? Because you, my brother and my sister, whoever's listening, wherever you are, have the opportunity. And quite frankly, you have the obligation to step up. I'm going to make a difference today, even if it's just saying, hey, have you heard of this neighborhood and the great things that are going on? Speak it. You have that authority. You have that power. Own it because it's it's your Kansas City like it's their Kansas City and all of us together living in this great city that we call home can have the opportunity to thrive because each of us is making sure that each of us is taken care of so that we can prevent grandma Hartzell's not having to have those kinds of situations where hey I feel like I have no choice but to give my home away for, for pennies on a dollar when I know it'd be worth more if I could stay here so will you help us Will you be that person? Will you make that connection? Will you open up your mouths and your hearts to receive both the love from the community, but show love to the community with the community? My goodness, Jamie, you're good at this. We have a chance to get involved. October 8th at the College Basketball Experience. We're taking it back to recess, Jamie. Tell us about this gala, my friend. I'm excited. Oh, man. So listen, a lot of us attend these events for nonprofits or, or for community awareness for galas. And we know that most of the time is you put on the same black suit or that same pretty dress. You're going to get your same chicken or your beef, maybe a fish option or a vegetarian if you like it. We're going to go. We're going to listen. We're going to hear somebody do a presentation for a little while. We may do a little dancing, a little music and go home. I don't know about you, but I attend a lot of those kinds of events and we didn't want that. Recess is literally designed to be the exact opposite of that. Recess is going to be this casual, chic event. Think of happy hour meets a fundraising event. We're going to have full live bands. We're going to have games we're going to play. We're going to have live auctions and we're going to have special guest celebrities coming in. And it's going to be an opportunity for us just to come together as a community. One, to hear about the work that we've been doing for the last 10 years as we're celebrating that 10 year mark. But we're also going to open up and show you what we're going to be doing as we plan out the next 10 years of impact and 10 years and beyond because we have a lot of things that we're working on right now. As my grandmother would say, she would be cooking. It's just simmering, baby. You got to let it simmer for a little. You can't turn the heat up too fast. It's going to burn. But we are letting it simmer. And I promise you, it'll be so worth the wait once you get here. And we would love to have you guys come out and be a part of it. We have the opportunity for you to join us October 8th at 6 p.m. And we have a, a great event that is sure to be exciting 
exciting but not your usual because recess is in session if you remember back when you were in elementary school the worst thing you could do is tell us that we couldn't go outside and have recess because we knew we would be stuck in a classroom and we don't want to be stuck anymore and we want you to come have fun with us and i promise you if you come this year i won't have to come beg you to come next year <laughs> because you'll be like hey when is recess because i know it's coming again and when it comes we're going to be a part of it so come celebrate and have fun with us and, and let's just show our city we love them and, and show our city that we care but also do it in a very different way it, it, it's time for some fresh and some new energy and excitement and that's what we're trying to bring it and and this is an opportunity for you to come be a part of that freshness and that newness it's, it's an opportunity for you to come and have fun and put your dollars in action because buying that ticket means that somebody may be able to live the american dream of owning a home or buying that ticket to recess may be some young child gets a chance to experience the gift of a, a summer program or a year-round academic program that changes the dynamic of their life is it not worth the investment of my open bar and my free food and the opportunity to come and dance and hear a great band and to hear your friends and have fun and, and, and do this big epic turn up for one night and knowing that all of that's going to be fun for you but it's going to be impactful to a community it's absolutely an opportunity for us to do something fun and exciting but also do something meaningful and impactful in the very same moment a couple hours of your time is worth it for the impact it's going to bring for years to come as we build out a kansas city that we all love appreciate adore admire and support and encourage remember one thing your dollars can go where your body can't so if you can't make it feel free to jump in and check us out the unigala.org and that gives you all the information you will need check us out on social media facebook instagram linkedin twitter tumblr uh smoke signalist you can text us tweet us you can find us anywhere you want to <laughs> urban neighborhood initiative kansas city check us out i promise you it's worth the time for you to come and celebrate with us recess is in session october 8th at the college basketball experience i will insert a link in the show notes for today's episode so just click on that link y'all get all the tickets all the information jamie before i let you go what's your pitch for the power of people i'm somebody that believes that the power of people the power of united kansas city people we can do some extraordinary things my brother so as we get ready to get out of here and we get ready to plan our recess how can we keep loving our folks you know here's the simple pitch did you know that the average human has five fingers on one hand, five fingers on the other, but the hand is not as powerful until the fingers work together? The average finger can hold 10 pounds of pressure before it starts to feel any strain or discomfort. So logical math would say if one finger holds 10 pounds, five fingers will hold 50. The reality is, is that five fingers can hold a lot more. Why? Because they begin to balance each other and they begin to help compensate for when others may be tired or may be weak. What am I saying? The simple pitch is this. Our world is full of people who are fingers. Fingers are good at pointing. They're good at agitating. They're good at annoying. They're good at pointing out other people's flaws or issues, but hands are good and gifted and skilled at building, at crafting and creating. What we're asking you today is will you be a hand and not a finger? In fact, if you're in your car, if you're in your work cubicle, if you're jogging on the road right now, you hear this, I want you to yell it out loud where everybody can hear I'm a finger, but we're a hand. They sound good, don't they? That's it, man. That's that's it. If you're a finger, but collectively we're all a hand, will you help be the hand that brings life and brings stability? Will you help be the hand that helps to build the community that we want to see? Will you help be the hand that will craft and create and sculpt out the art that we know as Kansas City to be as beautiful and as vibrant as we really want it to be? My question to you as we close out today is, will you be a hand and not just a finger?
Jamie Rogers, I'm going to shake your hand right now, my brother. He is the president and CEO of UNI, the Urban Neighborhood Initiative. We have recess, which will be in session October 8th at the College Basketball Experience. I will insert that link in the show notes. I am so happy to have met you, to have met your team, and to know that we're going to keep doing this. Some good days to be a Kansas City, and my friend, absolutely. Well, brother, we certainly appreciate you, man, and your support. If you don't know already, he is going to be an MC for the evening there, and you already know if he's there the energy is there so we cannot wait we are excited we are so blessed and grateful to have you as a partner and supporter and a friend and we thank you all the kansas city community for coming out and supporting as we are loving and and and, and we want to bring benefit to our own community so thank you all from the bottom of our hearts Thank you, Hartzell, for having us on the show. Man, I, I really appreciate it. This setup is amazing. This is what it takes to be an amazing person like this. I, I, I don't have it in me, but thank you for having me here. It's I'm going to hold this microphone. <laughs> Not a hard sell when you say Hartzell. Let's go hang out a recess. Let's go hang out a recess, y'all. When I think of home, I think of a place where there's love overflowing. I wish I was home. I wish I was back there. With the things I've been knowing When that makes the tall trees bend into leaning Suddenly the snowflakes that fall have a meaning Sprinkling the scene Makes it all Maybe there's a chance for me to go back Now that I have some direction It would sure be nice to be back home Where there's love and affection And just maybe I can convince time to slow up Giving me enough time in my life to grow up Time, be my friend Let me start again Suddenly my world's gone and changed its face But I still know where I'm going I've had my mind spun around in space And yet I've watched it grow And if you're listening, God, please don't make it hard To know if we should believe the things that we see Tell us, should we run away? Should we try and stay? Or would it be?
the KC Morning Show.